Trigger warning. Chapter 2 of the Demon's Hunter's Pearl. Tell me. The midday sun brightens your sleeping face, waking you. The rest had been so deep that you still felt foggy. And slowly rising, an ache was beginning to be felt on your ankle making you hobble your way to your small bathroom. Now freshened, you remember Inuyasha's request. Lunch, in perfect timing, your belly growling in agreement. So you hobbled your way into your kitchen, holding onto the walls for support, finding yourself quite lost. Your kitchen cabinets which were old and dingy, plain and splattered with old wood, had been replaced. Now you found new cherry-colored cabinets, and opening them, you found them stuffed with jams, sauces, fruits, vegetables, and more rice than you'd seen in a lifetime. How could he have done so so quickly? And why? That question never seemed to stop pestering. Tears poured out of you like a river, uncontrollable. You cried out, wailing, body quivering with steadfast emotions, happiness, gratitude, and disbelief. All of your struggles paled for a moment and you could just exist and not be worked to the bone. Wiping your tears with her sleeve, you began to prepare the food. You worked meticulously, putting love into all and every aspect. The smell of sweetened food cooked the way your mother once had. And carefully you packed it, making it beautiful. Tenderly covering it with a rosy silk kombukuru bag, the one that belonged to your mother. You knew your mother would have been proud if she saw how nicely you had done things. Your ankle ache had become worse, so you hobbled back to your room, grabbing the ointment and massaged it into your skin. It smelled fragrantly of lavender. You let your mind race back to Inuyasha and his beautiful amber eyes. Let's do this, you said to yourself, before trying to make your way out of the front door. Your face beaming as you saw there were new stairs. With hand railings that allowed you to hold on for support. You knew Inuyasha had told you to call for him, but frankly, this felt like the least you could do. You knocked on his door, and after some time, he opened it. Here you go, you say excitedly. I hope that you enjoy this and thank you for all that you've done. I don't even know how to repay you. 
He took the bag from your hand. Don't worry about it. We're friends, right? Your stomach dropped, feeling heavy. Of course. Of course we're friends. You see with this bright smile. You notice things brown and white lining his sleeve. Wait, are you okay? It's chest paint. I figured by now you'd understand how handy I can be. You nodded in agreement. Yes, and fast. <laughs> you don't flatter me. Anyways. He blushes and looks away. How are you feeling? Still in pain, but I do feel much better. His eyes softened as he spoke. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, I can knock on your door for my dinner. No need for you to come here. Just don't strain yourself. In fact, you know what? Wait here. He closes the door behind him, and your fingers fidget around the pearl necklace, your mind wondering back to the word friends. But why did that make you feel like you swallowed stones? Your mind did not give you peace until the door began to open again. Inuyasha stepped out in his normal cloak with his head always out of view and he held a wooden staff in his hands. Here you go. He places the staff in your hands. It's long and slim with elaborate patterns. I hope it's not too heavy. No, you say. No, I can't accept this. It's too much. You've done too much for me. I said, take it. I made it for you. Break it if you want to, but it's yours now. I could never break this. You say in shock. I don't care. Come, let me walk you home. His hand reached out and you took it, and with his help, you were able to get back to your home easily, as he took your weight and the staff helped you to balance. Now just get some rest, and I'll be back. Inuyasha, before you go, there's an extra key by the window between us if you ever need it. You say with a smile. One of his cheeks rose into a half smile. You're much too trusting, but I'll consider this an honor. And with that, he walked out of the door, leaving you to wait for his company. You cooked and cleaned as best as you could, taking full advantage of the new staff. When a knock comes from your door, excitedly you wobbled your way. Hello, lovely. Your co-worker Kamajimi said. You invited her in and you both chatted over some tea. She was impressed by the state of your home. She had intended on helping you in these times, and you thanked her and told her all the updates on the mysterious new neighbor and how now you had been blessed with a name. Well, I can see you're well taken care of. Kajimi said, leaning closer and knowing the sign. You followed her signal. But I wanted to tell you to be very careful. There's been some talk about demons attacking people in the night. And some say there might be more than one. What? 
I hadn't heard anything. You say taking a sip. Yes. Three bodies were piled on the stair outskirts of town. All men. So, the officers looked deeper and found the bodies of young women who reported missing. And another who had not been identified. But the crazy thing is, there's a chest of the woman that had been opened and they found that their hearts were missing. Your eyes shut tightly, picturing those poor women. How could anyone do anything so crazy like that? I was gone for one day and the whole world has gone insane. Anyways, you say, how's it going at work? You won't believe this, but a poet has come to stay three nights at the inn. <gasps> Who's staying? Well, we don't know exactly who because she won't say her name. But from what the owner has said, we're probably very familiar with her work. That old witch, she won't say who she is. <laughs> By the way, the owner had a favor to ask of you, and is willing to pay you double. Apparently, there are people complaining about our food, and they really want you back. So, she asked if you wouldn't mind making dinner for around five to six people, and we'll have everything delivered straight to you. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yes, we'll have a delivery boy come by with ingredients and supplies, but I have to go before it gets anything darker than this. Alright, let me just walk you out. No, no, I'll walk myself out. You stay here and get ready for tomorrow. With that, you briskly walked away. Well, this is turning out to be quite good for me. Perhaps my luck is finally turning around. Three days had passed and you had become accustomed to your new routine. Waking in the morning to a nice little delivery boy carrying the day's requested food, followed by making lunch for Nuyasha, which he graciously came over like clockwork. While you spoke pleasantries, talking about your day-to-day -day life, as he would listen and sometimes ask questions. Then the boy would come to collect. Then Inuyasha would knock once more to get his food and assist you to see if your ankle was now healing. Your friendship with him had blossomed and now you looked forward to seeing his visits more than anyone else's. Every day you would notice more and more little things, like a soft country accent that he'd hidden very well, and olden words that nobody ever really seemed to use. The strange scars that would appear and disappear, and you never really asked what he did for work, but you figured it was carpentry or handyman work since he was so wonderful when it came to fixing things. After the fourth day was done, you'd figured to pay him a visit during lunch. You had called for the boy early since you'd made simple lunches of homemade soba and packing Inuyasha's lunch just as you did on the first day. You grabbed your stuff and made your way to his house. 
you find yourself walking much easier and being able to put more pressure on your leg. But you weren't yet ready to leave the staff at home. Knocking on his door, you patiently waited, your ears tuning into a thud behind the door. He was usually so quiet, it was hard to imagine what could it could have been. Slowly, the door opens as a slither. Hello, you say smiling. I had bought over some lunch and I was hoping we could sit down and talk at your place. Red stained his face, dots and freckles against his smooth skin. A frown turned into a smile. Ah. <sighs> A whimpering voice came from behind him. Your eyes scanned quickly into the dimly littered home. Inuyasha. Your voice shakes. Your eyes wide in confusion. And all the fear that had melted had returned like a cold bath of ice. Inuyasha's hand reached out for you, but you took a step back. Nearly letting go of your staff. His hands grab at your wrist, not allowing you to fall back, but you pull, and he doesn't care, pulling you inside of his home. Don't scream. He whispered in your ear, but your heart drummed loud enough to compete. He lit a match, using it as fuel for the lantern. And in a second, you wish he hadn't. Your eyes fell upon a beautiful woman dressed in a silken blue kadashi. Long ink black hair fell past her waist, her arms chained above her head, blood trickling from her lips. You swallowed hard as a fear kept her feet rooted on the ground. Inuyasha <laughs> says slowly, and you wanted to turn and look, but your hands had gotten tightened around the bag. I won't tell anyone. No one will believe me. I'm just an inmate, I promise. His hand pressed down on your shoulders, and for a second, you remembered his long, sharp nails and how they were inches from your neck. His cold breath tickled to your spine. His body pressed against your back. Don't tell me anything so lonely of me. I would not hurt a friend. Icy cold shivers made your body shake. Of course not, you say, trying to reassure him. You look away from chain woman. As she screamed. You turn to run, but Inuyasha holds you in his arms. You look into his eyes, hoping to be able to plead for your life. When you notice white dog ears and sharp pointed teeth, your blood running cold. Things are not what they seem. He said, loosening the grip on your arms. His amber eyes glow golden, and another scream comes from the woman. 
inhumanely sharp, causing little wounds. Give me your blood, wench! Instinctively, you hold onto your pearl necklace. Don't be afraid. Go home. He took your bag from you, grip, and guided you towards the door. Confused, you take your staff home, his eyes clearly watching you as you enter your home.